<clears throat> Welcome to Season 2 of the Cowboy Mike Show. This will be the first of 22 episodes of Season 2. Starting today in January 1st, every Sunday. Somewhere around this time, not an exact time of day. So, we'll get um right into it. I was not... Well, I was gone. I was not kidnapped by the Clintons or anything like that. Just busy. Um, so let's yeah, let's get into it. Republicans betray. This is from Fox News. Republicans betray voters on the omnibus spending bill. This is a almost five hundred. This is almost five hundred billion. It's a massive bill, and. 18, even though no, neither party's voters really want it, but both the party officials want it. It's a massive spending bill. It's going to cost extraordinarily amounts of money to the taxpayer. And so far, 18 Republican senators voted for the monstrosity known as the omnibus spending bill. And I was wrong. It's not nearly $500 billion. It's $1.7 trillion. So way more than I said it was. Um, the omnibus spending bill thus forever relinquishes their claim belonging to a party committed to less... Yeah, this, so the Republican Party is supposed to be about less spending. It's supposed to be about smaller government. They they are failing horribly as they just voted to pass this horrible bill. Um, and there's nothing personally irresponsible about it. It's a... 4,100 page measure, which no one has the capability to read in the amount of time that this was passed. I guarantee the majority of senators don't know what's in the bill. Senator Rand Paul is among the few calling out the people around him for what he refers to as a spending orgy. And few seem to care as long as they're getting their share. And Senator Paul lists some of the financial sins committed by this Congress. They include what he is calling a whopping $482,276,543,907 of waste, including steroid-induced hamster fight club. <laughs> Wait, I didn't fully I didn't fully finish reading this. I I think I missed that line before. A steroid-induced hamster fight club is put in this bill. <sighs> yeah, I can guarantee no one read this. Um, no, no one read this bill. And a study to see if kids love their pets. And a study of the romantic patterns of parrots and coffee machines for the Pentagon. And apparently, according to him, that's just for starters. And the Conservative Heritage Association lists some other. Um, $477,000 for the Equity Institute of Rhode Island to endow teachers with anti-racism virtual labs. Why should teachers be given labs on morality? Morality is something that needs to be taught by parents, by the community around them, but by not by public government instituted anything. 
The government should not be controlling anything related to moral values or anything of the like. A million dollar for Zora House in Ohio, a co-working community space. Why, why, why is the government giving a million dollars to this? That Why do we need gender non-confirming housing? 750,000. You don't need a special house for that. 2 million for a wax museum in Baltimore. We're on the verge of economic collapse. This is this is a waste of money. There's a, I guess there's definitely a reason they waited until after the election to pass this. Because it's a betrayal of the American voters. It's a betrayal of the American people. It's a betrayal of everything these people were elected to do. And it's just another example of the federal government overreaching. And I just, I'm not going to spend too long on it, but I needed to point it out. More important news is China. China is always more important news. China's an insane communist dictatorship. It's accused of using overseas bases to target dissidents, which isn't a news story, but it's something I missed while I was gone. Um, they have reportedly established dozens of overseas police stations in... Na- this is from The Independent, by the way. They've reportedly established dozens of overseas police stations in nations around the world that activists fear could be used to track and harass dissidents as part of Beijing's crackdown on quote-unquote corruption, which we all know is dissidents or disagreements with the party. Information about outposts underscored concerns about the ruling Chinese Communist Party's influence over its citizens abroad, sometimes in ways deemed illegal by other countries, as well as by under undermining of democratic institutions and the theft of economic and political secrets by bodies affiliated with the one-party state. That one party is communist, making it even worse. According to the Spanish-based non-government group Safeguard Defenders, who published a report last month, there are 110 overseas Chinese transitional policing policing facilities. Overseas as in foreign, not in the Chinese government. The Dutch government even said it was looking into whether two two such stations, one a virtual office in Amsterdam and the other a physical address in Rotterdam, were established in the Netherlands. So they're investigating it now. In... This this is wrong. It's wrong on every level that the Chinese Communist Party believes they have the right to police people within the borders of other nations. And I think if we really thought about it, it could be considered... I'm not an act of war to send military or police officials over to another country to monitor people or to it's certainly an act of sabotage it may be not an act of war but it's certainly an act of sabotage it's certainly an act of um infiltration spying it's it breaks every precedent of international law 
I don't even believe in international law, but it breaks every precedent of national law. Anyone involved with these facilities should be taken in on charges of high treason. And I think we all know what the punishment for high treason is. And apparently it began openings up in the 1980s. Oh, since it, it opened, their economy was opening in the 1980s. Okay, I was reading that wrong. And the hunting, according to them, hunting fugitives overseas is an extension of fighting corruption at home. And they are, and they are the two areas in the fight against corruption. The two are intertwined and influence each other, which means they are, they are openly admitting that they have a main goal of hunting fugitives overseas and hunting people that they disagree with. Really, is because that's what a fugitive is in China. Someone who disagrees with the party and speaks out against the party. Um, and even separate news on China, also from The Independent, says it reserves the right to use force over Taiwan. So China now openly agreeing that they... Oh, fuck. I need to pay for... Okay, you know what? This story's not happening because I need to pay for it. Um, basically, I read it earlier. It says they basically just need to... Um, they say that they have the right to, you know, declare war on the Taiwanese government. But And then, so this is separate from China. I had a whole thing planned, but it's telling me I need to pay for that story, so I'm not doing that. Um, apparently, Dr. Anthony Fauci future prison inmate um, has a gigantic wall filled with portraits of himself in his home. He's a top medical advisor. This is according to the Daily Wire of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. And apparently he's a little embarrassed. The New York Times saw his gigantic wall filled with portraits of himself in his home office. He doesn't want his critics to see that as more evidence that he is a narcissist. Because he is a narcissist. He called himself the science. He he felt the need to lie to Congress to cover things up. The highest paid government employee and one of the most corrupt. I'm happy he's leaving office, but I think we need to go farther and arrest this man for lying to Congress and for the corruption that he's involved in. It was his last day was December thirtieth, so that was pretty recent. Um, the yeah, according to the Washington Examiner's Jerry Dunleavy, the walls of Doctor Anthony S. Fauci's home office are adorned with portraits of him, drawn and painted by some of his many fans. He also observed that Dr. Fauci seems a little uncomfortable with people knowing about these pictures. He said that previously, when they were captured on camera, the far right attacked him as an egomaniac. If someone goes to the trouble of sending him a portrait of himself, he said, he would feel like I'm disrespecting them if he discarded it. 
Yet Fauci should know that there are plenty of other reasons that Americans would view him as a self-obsessed individual, and it's not the far right. Well, as perhaps most revealing comment of Fauci's came when he argued that COVID restrictions, that are that COVID critics were attacking science when questioning his decisions, like I mentioned. In 2021, Fauci told NBC, a lot of what you s- you're seeing as attacks on me, quite frankly, are attacks on science, because all of the things that I have spoken about constantly from the very beginning have been fundamentally based on science. No, they were based on corruption. Sometimes those things were inconvenient. No, uh, they weren't. 90 90- they weren't inconvenient truths. They were lies. And there was pushback against him. Yes, they're, thankfully, there was pushback. So, the, so if you're trying to, you know, get at, get at me as a public health official and a scientist, you are really attacking not only Anthony Fauci, you are attacking science. If you attack him, you attack science. He is science. But, of course, most people don't see it this way. Musk tweeted creepy, and he joked that maybe he just loves looking at science. When referring to his pictures of himself, he said maybe he just loves looking at science, which Musk is funny. And Musk definitely isn't right-wing. He's more libertarian. He's he's definitely not (sighs) right-wing. It's... I can't stand Fauci. So we'll move on to something else. Hunter Biden. His ex-stripper lover requests to change their child's last name to Biden. <laughs> the mother of Hunter Biden's four-year-old daughter requested in court to change the last name of their child so that he can benefit from carrying the Biden family name. London reports a former exotic dancer made the request through her lawyer Tuesday in a case where Hunter asked to, to lower his child support. So Hunter is a very rich man. He does not need to be lowering his child support pay- payments. Robert's lawyer asked the court to dismiss this request due to Hunter's long and lengthy history of attempting to, to avoid discovery by filing endless recurrent motions for protective orders. Oh my... This man... She countered with a request that their daughter's that their daughter Navy takes the Biden last name. I'm in full support of this. To the extent this estrangement is mis is misconduct or neglect, it can be rectified by changing her last name to Biden so that she may undeniably be known to the world as a child of the defendant and a member of the prestigious Biden family. Her lawyer wrote according to documents first reported by the Northwest Arkansas Democratic Gazette and reviewed by the New York Post. Hunter initially claimed he had no recollection of meeting Roberts, but he was later ordered to pay child support in 2020 after a DNA test proved he was the father of Navy. (laughs) Roberts' lawyer argued that Biden's last name would benefit Navy because it's now synonymous with being well-educated, successful, and financially... I have to agree, that is not, that is not true. Uh, successful for the father. Uh, financially acute, no. Um, and well-educated, maybe going to college. I don't know if Hunter went to college, but he's an idiot. So I don't know about that. And politically powerful, that's true. 
The lawyer also asked for information on federal tax fraud investigation into Hunter, for which Roberts reportedly testified. Roberts previously worked at a strip club in Washington, D.C. She claims neither Hunter nor his father were the president have met the child. We need we need to get Navy Biden to the White House. I think that should be a campaign to make Biden meet his grandchild. It's he look, he's he's getting up there in age. He's not going to be here much longer. He's an old man. He doesn't remember anything. He needs a, he needs he deserves a chance to meet his grandchild. So let's let's get that out there. <laughs> and his ex President Biden refused to provide security for Roberts and her daughter after they were threatened by her ex-fiance, who is an MMA. Biden, you gotta protect your grandkids. Wow, this is revolution. Biden's gotta protect his grandkids. This isn't right. (laughs) So, that story we've got. That, that, by the way, that's not the that's not the funny story. Oh, that's that's not the the funny story of today. That's a serious story, though a bit humorous. This is just a, a f- interesting story. I thought I'd share. Alleged donut thief charged with brandishing a hatchet. <laughs> a Bismarck man. In trouble with the law after he allegedly raised a hatchet towards a convenience store clerk who tried to stop him from stealing donuts. Brentley Iron Road 36 faces a charge of felony terrorizing and misdemeanor criminal trespass in connection with the incident on Friday. The Bismarck Tribune reported, according to a police affidavit, a clerk at the Simmonson Station store confronted Iron Road... First, what kind of name is Iron Road? After Iron Road allegedly put packaged donuts in his coat, Iron Road put the donuts back but became agitated when the clerk told him to leave. He pulled a hatchet from his waistband and raised it towards the worker. Iron Road left the store after the clerk told him again to leave. Well, he's found the hatchet in a snowbank and viewed store video that showed Iron Road raise the hatchet to the shoulder height and shaking it towards the clerk, according to the affidavit. Court documents didn't list an attorney for Iron Road. <laughs> so that was just, bring up the mood a little bit. Um, yeah, there will be more episodes. This was episode one of season two of the Cowboy Mike Show. Remember to share the share the podcast, all that, all that. And uh, have have a good day, everybody. This is this is going to be a great couple months of me doing this show again. I really enjoy it. I'm going to really enjoy it. I'm also going to be a little bit less just politics. There's going to be more fun episodes. I'm going to try to get more guests on the show. I'm hoping to make a much more generally entertaining show for season two. There will hopefully be improvements, and we'll see what happens. So that, that, That's all for today. Bye.